Hey there, so thanks so much for joining me today. Today the title of my message is Whatever He Tells You to Do, Do It. Let's acknowledge Jesus because He said when we gathered in His name, which we are doing, then He'd be here with us. So let's acknowledge Him, Jesus. We thank you so much that you want to teach us your way, that you want to teach us how to receive from you, in fact, and that you want us actually to glorify your name, to glorify the Father as we receive you. Not only want good for us, but you want us to show the good that you are to others. And so we just thank you, praise you for your presence here, for your teaching. We're just asking you to take over. We love you and we praise you. We give you all the glory in your name. He's so good. He's so in love with us, constantly giving us revelation knowledge, constantly seeking us as we should be seeking Him. We should be seeking revelation knowledge from Him. The Word of God tells us that. Keep on seeking, keep on knocking. And so in doing that today, Jesus is saying to us that whatever He tells you to do, do it. Him and the disciples were invited to a wedding and they ran out of wine and Mary, Jesus' mom, said to do something. Well, she hardly had to say anything. And Jesus said, what do we have to do with this? And it wasn't his time, he said. But he did what his mom said. We can learn a lot about Jesus in the Word of God. You can get to know Jesus in the Word of God, which is what we're to do. Anyway, he told the servants to fill up the, these jugs with water, and they filled them to the brim. And then he said to take them to the guy that was giving the wedding, that was having the banquet. And they took him there, and he called the bridegroom and said, you saved the best wine for last. So he turned the water into wine. And we can learn so much from this story, but we're learning really how to receive from God. It's very important, you know, so much of the time we get satisfied and we think we're asking too much. But God is wanting us to receive from Him because it brings Him glory. And He is able to give to us. He's a giver. He loved us so much, He gave Jesus. He and Jesus laid down His life for us. By His stripes we were healed. He bore our sickness, our disease, our sorrow, our pain. He's so good. He's so in love with us. And He wants us to have that love. He wants us to give. He wants to give us that love. We talked about yesterday that we can't receive from him except by faith. And taking that down to the root is really saying that we can't trust somebody we don't know. And so if we can't trust him, then he can't give to us. If we don't know him, if we haven't joined forces with him, if we haven't taken the time really to know him. If he's important to us, then we're going to take the time to get to know him. And Jesus said in John 14, 21, that if you love him, you'll obey him, and then he'll manifest himself to you. And so we, we should have the manifestation of his presence and our prayers answered, but so much of the time we don't because we don't obey him. And so that's what Mary said, whatever you, he tells you to do, you should do it. And that's what God is saying to us today. Whatever I tell you to do, do it, because then you're going to have that miracle. Then you're going to have the manifestation of his presence in your life. You're going to ask and it's going to be done for you, just like John 15 tells us. Whatever you ask, it will be done because you're in agreement with him. If he tells us to do something 
and we don't do it, we're not in agreement with him, and then his will doesn't happen in our lives. In fact, if we don't do what he's telling us to do, we're really rejecting him. If those servants hadn't filled those jugs with water, there wouldn't have been any wine. You know, and I also want to mention that Mary was the encourager. And we need people to encourage us in our lives. And even God, He encourages us. He encourages me. He does. And um, He wants to. But she said to them, she, she said, whatever He tells you to do, do it. And if she hadn't said that, then they wouldn't have been expecting anything. And so she initiated that. And then Jesus, he, he did his thing. You know, he said, anything is possible if you believe. And one of the things that he's been revealing to me as of late is we have to believe that he has the power and that he will do what he said he would do. And that's part of our believing. And our believing comes from looking at the word of God. Faith comes by hearing the word. If we don't hear it, if it wasn't initiated, then we're not going to have the faith for that. So maybe today you never heard of Jesus doing things like turning water into wine and casting out demons and healing the sick, but that's what he did. That's what he does. That's who he is. And he wants you to have that in your life. Well, sometimes we don't realize that we've disobeyed God. You know, maybe you're believing him for your healing or whatever it is, and nothing's happening. And you got to stop and ask yourself, what is the last thing he told you to do that you didn't do? Because if you do what he tells you to do, those prayers are going to be answered. Those miracles are going to come rolling in. That revelation knowledge is going to come. And sometimes it's more than one thing. I'll, I'll um, never forget when I started really seeking him for my son's healing. I had like this list of things he kept telling me to do. And as I did them, I got to the place where I had a miracle. So really what he's doing is setting you up for a miracle. Whatever he tells you to do, do it. I want to be that encourager in your life today. Whatever he tells you to do, do it, because he is going to bring you to the place where your prayers are going to be answered. Whatever you ask, just like he said in John 15, 8, is going to be done for you, and you're going to prove to be a true disciple of his. And you're going to be glorifying the Father. So how do we prove that we're a true disciple of his? How does that prove that? It's because when you obey him, you're really saying that you love him and you're on his side. And you're not, um, you know, actually the word says if you're wishy-washy, if you're double-minded, you won't receive anything from God. So, you know, maybe you obey God sometimes and then sometimes you don't. And what you're really doing is believing, not believing, believing, not believing. And you can't live in both worlds. You have to choose him. A double-minded man won't receive anything from the Lord. So you can't do some of what he told you to do and not the rest. You have to stay on the same page as he is on. You have to stay in agreement with him. You can't be wishy-washy. So what God is saying today is to just do what he's telling you to do. You might not understand it. It might not seem like one thing has anything to do with the other thing, but just do what he's telling you to do, and then that thing that you're believing for will happen. He always does his part 
it's we. We are the ones who don't do our part. We're the ones, because if we were doing our part, if we did everything he told us to do, that water would turn to wine, that healing would manifest. Your prayers are answered when you're in agreement with him. Deuteronomy says that. If you fully obey him and do what is right in his eyes, you're going to be blessed in every part of your life. And then if you don't, you live under the curse. Jesus already bore the curse for you, but if you don't come in agreement with him, you live cursed. And, you know, so it seems kind of silly sometimes when you think about it. If we're asking God for something and we're asking and asking, and yet we're not in agreement with him, yet we've rejected him because we didn't obey him, which is really what we're doing. If we don't obey him, we're rejecting him. And, you know, maybe you didn't realize that, and Hosea does tell us that, um, we perish for a lack of knowledge because we don't know and we don't know because we don't know him. It always comes down to that. you got to take the time to get to know Jesus. He is a person. He's a relationship. You can't know of him. You can't have someone else know him for you, but you have to know him. You have to take the time to know him. He is the word, John 1.1. 1, 1. He's the word. In the beginning was the word, and the word is God. And so when you get to know the word of God, you're getting to know him. And when you get to know him, you're going to be able to trust him. You're going to hear him. And you're going to, you're going to know what to do. You're going to hear him instruct you. And when you obey him, John 14, 21 says, If you love me, you'll obey me, and I'll show myself to you. I'll manifest myself to you. That means those prayers are going to happen. They're going to be answered. You know, when, when you obey him, you, you'll just be shocked at how fast he answers your prayer. I've done it both ways. I have obeyed him and I have not obeyed him. And the reason we don't is either we lack understanding, um, but it really comes down to not having time with him. Because if you have time with him, he's going to reveal things to you. He said that to the disciples. He said, I'm going to show you things to come. I'm going to remind you, the Holy Spirit's going to remind you of what I said. And so you're constantly going to be in faith and you're constantly going to be obeying him when you're in that place, when you're in agreement with him, when you spend enough time with him. Faith comes by hearing the word. But if you pull away, if you're distracted, and the enemy is trying to do that, Jesus gave us heads up on that in Mark 4. He said, as soon as you hear the word, the enemy is going to come and try to take it from you. So he's going to try to distract you because then you're not going to have faith then you're not going to be strong in your faith and you're not going to be in agreement with Jesus. And then you're going to be double-minded and you're going to be going back and forth and then you're not going to receive anything. So God wants us to know that today, that we have to be like dogmatic about obeying him. We have to be precise because he is precise. He means what he says. And so we have to get really serious about obeying him. We have to get really serious about just wanting to do his will and asking him to help us to do it, to do what he tells us to do so that the manifestation of our prayers are happening, so our healing is happening, so his will can be done in our lives. That starts with asking Jesus to come and live on the inside of you. If you've never asked him, to come and live on the inside of you. He is waiting. He is knocking at the door of your heart, just waiting for you to invite him in. Revelation 3.20. 
And so today I want to offer to say that prayer with you. If you believe that he got on the cross for you, that he came and he gave his life for you, he bore your sickness, your disease, your sorrow, your pain, he came to make you right with the Father, then you want to ask him, come and live on the inside of you and so that you can have all those benefits, all those fringe benefits of living with him in his kingdom. So let's say that prayer. Dear Jesus, we thank you and praise you that you love us and you want to come and live on the inside of us. And we just invite you right now. We're asking you to be our God. We're asking you to teach us your way, to help us to obey you so that we can walk well in your kingdom and represent you, so that we can show the Father, so that we can say and do what the Father would say and do. We're asking for your help. We commit to you. We realize that it's just not a prayer to get to heaven, but it's a relationship. We're asking to have a relationship with you. And we thank you and praise you. And we are honored that you want to be our God, that you want us to live in your kingdom, that you want to live on the inside of us and be there for us all the time. We are just honored. We love you. We praise you. We give you all the glory in your name. We pray, amen. He is so good. He's so in love with you. If you said that prayer, I'd love it so much if you let me know. If you said that prayer for the first time, you got to look at the Word to get to know Him. Get that relationship with Him going. In John 10, 27, He said, My sheep know my voice. As you start obeying Him, you're going to know His voice more and more. You're going to also recognize the voice of the enemy. And you're going to recognize you've been listening to Him, and He is a liar. There is no truth in Him. Jesus said that. And so anyway, when you get to know Jesus, you're going to fall more and more in love with Him. And as you obey him, he's going to show himself to you more and more. And it is the most exciting thing to have your prayers answered. And it's not exciting to not have them answered. And I started to say before, I don't even know if I finished, but there there were times where I didn't get my prayer answered because I doubted, because I didn't spend enough time with him, because the enemy had me distracted. So I've had it both ways. And you can have it both ways, but God is glorified when we just stay connected with Him. He wants us to constantly be in agreement with Him so that He can love us, so He can do all He wants to do in our lives. It's up to us. It's not up to Him. So I want to encourage you today before I go. um, And before I go, I want to say if I have encouraged you at all, I would so love to hear from you just Make a little note down there and and make my day because this is so exciting, the revelation knowledge I have. I'm so excited to give it. And so I want to be the one to encourage you today. Like Mary, um, encourage the servants. And I want to say, do whatever he tells you to do because then you're going to have your miracle. He's so good. He's so in love with you. Thank you so much for listening today. God bless you.